It's football time in Tennessee, and it's Friday. So that means it's time for Pickin' with the Pickers. For over a decade during football season, you've heard legends of film and field tell their tales and pick their picks. Vince Gill, Rob Schneider, Arsenio Hall, Killer B, Steve the Colonel Cropper, Kathy Lee freaking Gifford, Dave Mason. Picking with the Pickers is brought to you by Tim Leaper Roofing. Now it's time to pick the brains of the Pickers. Here are the hosts of Picking with the Pickers, Greg Poe and News Channel 5's John Bippity-Boppity-Burton. Well, Bippity-Boppity-Burton. Yeah. Picking with the Pickers, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. And our guest is former Titans Rams head coach Jeff Fisher, who... Uh, Filled in for Keith Bullock last week on your uh, you guys podcast. Yeah, we had a great time. Myself, mm-hmm. Patton, and Coach Fisher. We uh, chopped up a lot of football. He told some great stories. Go back and listen on Spotify or uh, Apple, Google, Castbox, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. It's called "What's Good with KB and JB," the podcast show produced by Pat and Cook. All right, and, enough uh, of that, uh, Jeff. How you uh, doing, real quick, man? Subscribe and uh, you know and, and and rate it. Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast last week. We had a blast. That was so much fun. See there, he had so much fun. Yeah, he's just yeah. stunned. <laughs> uh, all right. He said, "I well, I, I'm, this must be a commercial for some podcast." Right. I, you know, yeah, I, this so, isn't so this isn't picking up. with the pickers presented by Tim Leaper Roofing. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll reconnect with Jeff in, in uh, just a few moments. Um, of course. Uh, We'll have the Jags-Titans game. Georgia-UT, MTSU-UTEP, and Eagles and Chiefs. Uh, Titans are plus 7 against the Jags. Georgia minus 10 against Tennessee. MTSU minus 7.5 against UTEP. And Eagles plus 2.5 against the Chiefs because there's no Vandy. So I picked up that one. I see what you did there. Yeah, Super Bowl rematch coming up on Monday night. Yep, so uh, that uh, is going on as well. So uh, we're re-efforting Jeff... um, Maybe out of his farm out there just, you know, digging up uh, rutabagas or something. Rutabagas. Yep. You ever had a rutabaga? I don't think I have. And it's more commonly pronounced rutabaga. 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 That's mm-hmm. what they say in Kentucky. You ever had one? I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah. And that's why I can say it. Because you, you. What is it? Is it a. Is it a. It's like. Is a, it a vegetable? Yeah. It's a vegetable. It's like a root vegetable. Okay. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you serve it with, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> but you've had it before. Yeah, it's something. I don't know what it is. I'll, I'll look it up later. All right. Picking with the Pickers, presented <laughs> by uh, Tilly Perroofing, Jeff Fisher. Hey, Jeff. What's up, man? Coach. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Doing good. Good, Coach. I uh, just wanted to thank you again for coming on uh, the podcast with me and Patton last week, filling in for Keith Bullock. We had a blast talking to you. Oh, that was fun. It was kind of crazy how it ended. I was right in the middle of a, the, wrapping up like the best story of the whole show, <laughs> yeah, and then you lost service. Yeah, yeah. The, the so, power just zapped course, out I'm of the studio, it, so we had to kind of cut I'm it short. I'm blaming it on myself going, oh, my gosh, I hope I didn't do something wrong. <laughs> you know, technically challenged I am. No, but it was no, it was on our end, but it was okay. great. It was so much fun. Thank you. That was fun. Thank yeah. you. Well, what are you doing? Are you uh, digging up? We said you were digging up what we were trying to connect to with digging up rutabagas. You ever had a rutabaga? No. I'll tell you what. I was actually honored. I was the 
keynote speaker this morning at the breakfast of champions for Cumberland Heights fundraising. Wow. And so I went over there, um, had a relationship with them. Uh, the guys pulled off a kind of a surprise roast for me about 15, 12, 15 years ago there as a fundraiser. Chris Mortensen and Merrill Hodge came down. Everybody surprised me. And so kind of maintained a relationship with them. They're doing some great stuff. Um, we're actually going to kind of partner up with, I'm going to partner up with them regarding just some mental health and some addiction issues as they relate to former players. Mm-hmm. And so we got a kind of, we've got a good thing going over there, but you asked, so that's how my morning went. I hustled back so I could be a part of your picking for the pickers or whatever you got going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I am going to get to it. I've sort of been tempering the Nashville cats on here because I don't want it to dominate, you know, like uh, the Keith Bullock, John Burton podcast does. So uh, I'm going to subscribe today. This is my promotional. Well, yesterday uh, in, of course, Jeff and I are involved with the ownership group of uh, uh, Tamara Allen Dad and Nancy Eckert and Greg Johnson, the general manager. And yesterday in, uh, in Times Square, up on the digital billboard, they released all of the Arena Football League schedules, their teams, including uh, the Cats in the East Division and home games against the Minnesota Myth, Philadelphia Soul, Georgia Force, Albany Firebirds, Philadelphia Soul, Southwest Kansas storm so six home games one of those up in the FM bank and then on the road at albany at georgia at minnesota and at billings montana and everybody we're we're invited to go out and stay with jeff so <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. the big thing we have to decide is um there's two ways from the cabin to billings one you can go up to bozeman and then take the interstate or the other way you can go right in and out of Yellowstone National Park, and then into Billings. So we'll figure it out what the best route is. But, yeah, how about that? It's, that's, uh, that'll be one to look forward to. But they're all, you know, you're going to look forward to all of them. And, yeah, the you know, we've been kind of, the league has been massaging the schedule, and, you know, we've had some different variations here, Greg and I have looked at, and this one is official, and this one looks like it's going to be just a, a great opportunity for everybody. Well, having met, you know, obviously knowing you two the way I do and having met the other owners, it, it seems like a can't miss for this whole operation. And, you know, we've talked a lot about how popular the Cats were when in their first iteration here. And uh, I think it's a slam dunk. I think the fans are going to love it. And I think, uh, you know, uh, Municipal is going to be packed for the home games and everybody's going to have a blast. I really do. I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's interesting you know, over the last week or so, you know, you get out and about. It doesn't matter where you go, at least where I go, when somebody's always saying, "Oh man, that's awesome!" I remember when, and you know, they, you know, you got a, you got a, the most of that fan base. Those, what they average, Greg, eight, nine, ten. Well, no, uh, the twelve thousand, wow. twelve thousand eight hundred. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, right. and I had a brief well, stint working in the Arena Football League uh, when. Uh, when I lived in Buffalo and we had the expansion Buffalo destroyers and, you know, going to, you know, league events and stuff like that and league functions, you know, the, the, the one team everybody talked about was the Nashville cats because they did it right in terms of the fan experience, in terms of the quality of play, all that kind of stuff. The, that was the team that everybody talked about. And like, like I said, I was only in the, involved in the league for about less than six months, but you know, 
my time there, that was the team everybody talked about. And that when when we were building the destroyers, we tried to pattern our fan experience, our game night experience, a lot after what Nashville was doing. Right. Yeah. Well, no. Absolutely. Yeah. The uh, it was a, an event where a football game broke out, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what we're going to do. The uh, just to let you know a little bit of our plans of the game day stuff. We have the plaza there in between the bus station and and the uh, arena, mm-hmm. and the top part is Fifth Avenue. The bottom part is James Robertson. We will be able to have the close that off. We have getting in the process of getting city permits to have an all-day festival there, music, and then afterwards with a ticketed event to the game, there will be a concert. We'll have to limit it of how many will be more the premium concert levels. I mean, premium ticket levels for a private concert of some A-list artists. Let's just nice. just uh, put it to that. And, and the thing is, Jeff, you had never been to Municipal Auditorium. And what, last week, recently, we with, we all had the walkthrough down there. And I've been there, going there since the 70s. I was blown away with the, the $2 million plus renovation, more to come. Just how how modern it was with all of the amenities, suites that I had no idea existed, plush. And, and so there's so many sellable components. But Municipal Auditorium, you, you, I, your words, you said, wow, this is amazing. And it really is. And, and I, it's, we're going to work on the retro of getting people back to their Municipal Auditorium. And so, and, and then Jeff's the one that got me excited about it. Obviously. Well, I love yeah. it. I love it just yeah. because it's right across the street from where I work at New <laughs> Channel 5. I can walk to all the games. It's well, great. yeah, so we expect Channel 5 <laughs> coverage, don't we, You Jeff? will get plenty. <laughs> no, I, I, Greg, you didn't tell him. I, I, Greg gave me your parking spot. <laughs> oh, it's all good. You can have it. <laughs> okay. You're yeah. more than welcome so to I it, try to, you know, I try to go into everything with an open mind and, you know, and be realistic and be objective, you know, in life. And, and, um, you know, when I, I was on my way over there making plans to go over and go tour it, it was kind of referred to me as the old municipal auditorium. Well, it's the old. And so I was just kind of my going and go, all right, this is going to, this thing's going to need a lot of work. And I, when I left and went, Oh my gosh, this is perfect. Mm. That's great. I don't think you could construct a venue any better for indoor football than the municipal auditorium. Did they have that? uh, Just, just, sorry. Oh, go ahead, coach. Yeah, no, I just said, it's just, it's going to work. And, and I think, I mean, people are going to be amazed, you know, when they, when they step on, you know, on the property and go, Oh my gosh, because it is, it's going to be, it's going to be done right. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I remember when uh, Nashville briefly had that lingerie, oh, excuse me, Legends Football League team there, and I went to their first game. And- <laughs> Wait, lingerie? <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, bet- yeah, of course you remember that. I'll tell you what, their quarterback, she, she had an arm, man. She could throw. Sure she anyway, did. Uh, yeah, anyway. Coach, I wanted to ask you, I, I began the show today kind of ranting and raving a little bit about Thursday night football. You look at last night's game, and, you know, Lamar Jackson gets banged up. Burrow, I guess, was banged up coming into the game. You wonder, had he had a full week to get his hand or wrist right, maybe he would be available to play. You know, Odell Beckham gets hurt. Mark Andrews gets hurt. Now he's out for the season, which is severely going to affect the Ravens, you know, the rest of their season. Where were you at with uh, Thursday Night Football as a head coach, and where are you as a former NFL head coach in terms of just – how it just wreaks havoc on your players. I understand, you know, Amazon p- paid an ungodly amount of money for the Thursday night package. The league wants the revenue. They divide it up and all that kind of stuff. But, man, I thought last night was a prime example of how Thursday night football is just – it's it's really, really difficult on the players. 
Well, you know, I agree. I mean, I'll come to it from two perspectives. One, from the coaching perspective, it is a really hard week. It's a short week. The saving grace is that you have time to recover. You get an extra bye week and, you know, bye weekend and things like that. Um, you can get a lot done uh, without pads on a short week uh, mentally. Physically, the, the challenge is is recovery from the previous Sunday. Um, you know, sometimes players take all the way to Friday or Saturday to recover from the previous Sunday game for the next Sunday game. So recovery is cut. However, the league will stand behind the, the stats over the years and say, no, there's has not been an increase in injuries on Thursday night. Um, you know, I don't know what those stats are. Um, the, the, you know, the issue with the, with, um, with, um, Burrow, was that a lingering issue? Was that a new injury? That's the question. Yeah. We asked with the, they with might the be getting list. in trouble with the league over that, right? Uh, oh yeah. If there, if it comes out that, you know, he didn't, yeah, absolutely. They will. If that was not reported now, uh, as far as injury reportings are concerned on short weeks, you basically, okay, you you turn in an injury report on Monday as if it's a hypothetical Wednesday, and would he practice or would he have not practiced, okay? Mm-hmm. And so it's a li- there's a lot of gray area in the injury reporting during the week, so that's between Cincinnati and the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know this, uh, when you watch a game on Sunday, there's going to be injuries. And I think that when you see a Thursday game, uh, the, the injuries are magnified because it's in, it comes out of the back of your mind, now oh, this is not fair to the players. I, I, there's a fine line somewhere between it, but, you know, uh, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's hard on their bodies. And when you're a team that, you know, a mine have always been, we're stressing recovery. And, uh, you know, if a guy's got a, something and, and that somebody says he's going to return on Wednesday, I'm not going to make sure he, he doesn't return until Thursday. You take an extra day or an extra week. And so they just don't have time to recover. And so, again, it was difficult. And it just shows you, I mean, it shows you, you know, the, the difference, uh, you know, in quarterback play. Speaking and, of that, um, yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Well, speaking no, of that, I, just, I was going to transition to the quarterback play. What are you thinking of Will Levis if they don't get him killed? How can the <laughs> how can the progress? What you've seen so far because he so far he's checked a lot of boxes. So far, um, I saw him in his debut against Atlanta, and uh, that was his win. Uh, I thought he did a lot of real good things um, in the game. Uh, he was on on same page with the play caller. Uh, you know, the command in the huddle. You didn't see any delay games. He really wasn't under any pressure on the play clock, and that thing is really overlooked. That that aspect, uh, as a, from a quarterback standpoint, it wasn't. You know, the, it wasn't like he was. You know, play after play, the play clock was down to one. You know, where you get in a hurry and you're looking at the play clock and your eyes are off the, the, the configuration of the defense and all that stuff. He didn't, he didn't have any of that. So in my mind, I thought, oh, this is a, this is an outstanding first, first go round. Let's see how he is on Thursday against Pittsburgh. Well, he goes up to Pittsburgh and there's, you know, I mean, that's, that's a hard place to do it on a short week, which we just talked about and go up there against that defense. And in a losing effort, I thought he got better. Um, he did some things in that game. Namely, I, I recall just seeing the, a play where 
you know, there's a third down play, I believe, and he was pressured. He's trying to escape to his right, and, and he, he, he's in trouble. And, you know, he's going backwards. He throws the ball away uh, to avoid a sack, doesn't take a penalty. The ball doesn't land anywhere near a defender. And I thought, man, this kid's got a pretty good idea of what he needs to, to do at this point. And so last week was not fun. I knew it wasn't going to be fun because of what happened at Tampa Bay. When you're, when you're in the NFL and you're part of a defense that gives up 40 points, but worse than that, goes on the field with 40 seconds left, and you got the whole field and your opponent needs a touchdown, and C.J. Stroud scores the winning touchdown against the Tampa Bay defense, that Tampa Bay defense had a really bad week before they played the Titans. And that's not the – you don't want to come in there and face that defense, and the Titans had to do that. So, you know, now, speaking of that, they got the same thing to look forward to this weekend because Jacksonville defense uh, got embarrassed. The whole team got embarrassed. And I don't want to say get embarrassed because the 49ers are really good. But um, now, the, now the Titans are facing another team. It's that wounded bear. You know, it's that thing mm-hmm. that's mad. You know, it's that extra motivating factor. But back to the quarterback, um, you know, I, I hope that he gets through the year. He's going to grow. He's going to develop. This experience is especially important to his future. But to Greg's earlier point, you don't want to get him hit if you can, all possible. And so ball's got to come out. they got to do some things there. And then i just like to say this about Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. I just hope that the, the fans here – understand what he did um in his career and how hard it is and the numbers he put up and the you know the wins that that he put together despite you know whatever issues they were dealing with over his career here but he should not be forgotten because he he was a big part of the you know the titans over the last few years but times change you move on Mm -hmm. and uh Ryan will end up someplace as a backup or a chance to to start, but I think they got the, the a guy that they can build his team around. Yeah, I I agree with you about Ryan Tannehill. I think he's going to have a, a pretty decent short, uh, shot at being a starter somewhere. Coach, uh, curious to know who's number one in your power rankings right now. Who's who do you think is the best team in the NFL? Oh gosh, um, I I would probably say San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were last year, and it shows to show you what happens when you lose a quarterback in the playoff game. Yeah. Um, I thought they were. Um, you know, I like uh, everything that Kyle's doing. The defense is really, really good. They're talented, and they score points, and they run the ball, and they're well coached. I, I think uh, they would probably be, be my pick. Um, you got a lot of other teams that are playing good. You know, Philly's going to, you know, Obviously, play well. Dallas is very, very talented. Um, but, you know, that's a matter of, you know, these teams that you think are going to be there at the end, you know, they're um, uh, Daniel Jones' ACL away from their season ending. Mm-hmm. And it's, Don't I know uh, it as a matter- Giants fan, Coach? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> hey, it's it, a cold it, world, it, man. It, you know that better than anybody. You coach in this league a yeah, long time. It's no, a cold I mean, world, remember- it's unforgiving. And nobody cares yeah. about your problems. Well, I tell, I mean, Greg knows this. I mean, I took the Ram job because of Sam Bradford, mm-hmm. Dan Cronkey. And um, I, I was out the year Sam came out. I made a couple phone calls. I called Mike Martz and 
Mike Shanahan, I go, hey man, I was out last year. I was climbing Kilimanjaro, whatever I was doing. I didn't, do, I didn't do the quarterback. Would you, tell me about Sam. Mm-hmm. And they told me about him, and you know, obviously that was all I had to hear. And I took that job, and we flipped it in the year, uh, year two under me. Sam tore his ACL. Yep. Year three, he tore his ACL, mm. and you know that's tough. That's that's hard. Wasn't so, he? Wasn't he the one? Huh? The wasn't he the guy that kind of spearheaded the move in the last CBA? You know, to to kind of have this rookie salary, you know, control because he signed for a major signing bonus straight out of college, having not played a game. Yeah, yet. but like Matthew Stafford, yeah, in there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's like those. Yeah, that, that era. Oh yeah, Sam got paid well, and it was the last year. Yeah, but he had nothing to do with it. He just. <laughs> <laughs> um, but tremendous athlete, tremendous yeah. player. You could, you know, little things. You could shut your eyes on the practice field. And you knew when he was throwing the ball because you could hear it mm. go through the air and the wind. And, you know, it was just like he was that special. And, you know, you get you lose a guy like that, and it sets the franchise back. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, those are things to to look at. I mean, I, I mean, how would you like to be in Cleveland right now? Yeah. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. You know, they, they, you know, they got what Jimmy's doing defensively, and you got a potential uh, MVP on the defensive side of the ball. And who's not Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and Miles, I, I just think that, you know, they're going to, that's going to be hard to overcome, but got to keep the quarterbacks healthy, man. You know, yeah. they got to, I mean, even, even last night you saw that thing, you know, when you get near the boundary and quarterback gets near the boundary, boy, you need to get out of bounds <laughs> without any contact. Yeah. Flatten out. You know, just get out as quick as you can. You'd rather you see them get... than try to stretch the ball out or try to go for the first down, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I mean. I mean, if the know, game's I, on the line, that's the a best, different we story. We had the best at it, and yeah. I, I would have these conversations. Tell that to Steve McNair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. tell yeah. Steve yeah. McNair well, to no, run out of bounds. Yeah. Oh, no, but Steve understood. He did, I mean, early on, but, I mean, midway through his career, uh, he'll get out, he'd get out of bounds unless you call the quarterback draw. If you call a quarterback run play, then Steve thought he was a runner, and so mm-hmm. he's going to hunt up a safety, you know, and, and try to punish him. But, yeah, there's a, he got it. He figured it out, uh, but uh, a lot of guys did, you mm-hmm. know. RG3, you know, you, the list goes on. But, um, yeah, it's hard to overcome that, and you got to have a backup. And, you know, um, I, I just, you know, back to what the Titans are doing, um, you know, I think, I think I'm hearing Ryan's been great. For um, for Will, and um, that's what he needs. And um, you know, Ryan's there if, if if he needs a blow, or you know, if he wants to come back, he'll understand his role. Jeff, you uh, hang through a break. We got some games to pick. Okay, of course. All right, we'll do that. Picking with the pickers <laughs> with Jeff Fisher. Uh, we'll uh, have Paul Lawson from Tim Looper Roofing coming up right after this break. As a Middle Tennessee-based company, Strike and Spare Family Fund Centers is committed to helping our community. This November, we are honoring our local veterans. Strike and Spare is partnering with We Are Building Lives, a local foundation dedicated to helping veterans get back on their feet. So far, more than 1,100 homeless veterans have been helped off the streets through the We Are Building Lives Foundation. During November, for every $5 donation made to We Are Building Lives, Strike and Spare will give you a free game of bowling. Visit any of our five area Strike and Spare centers to donate or visit strikeandspare.com to donate today and help our heroes find a way home. 
Post-COVID travel is on a surge. Many of you are traveling for fun because you've been locked up for two years. Listen, whether you're traveling for fun to Italy, Greece, Spain, France, or somewhere else fun in the world, or USA, now is a great time to book before the crowds hit and save. Plus, with a strong U.S. dollar, you'll get more travel bang for your buck. Right now is a smart time to make your reservations and call low-cost airlines. With one phone call, you can let us do all the work for free. We'll shop hundreds of airlines, hotels, resorts, and give you a way to save huge money on your vacation plans. And if you call right now, we'll give you a free hotel room with a qualified travel purchase. So call right now. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Hey, Nashville. Join Joe Fisher and me, Jonathan Schaefer, for the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. This Friday, we have a Class 3A state quarterfinal playoff matchup with Liberty Creek at East Nashville. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.45. Last Friday, our Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Player of the Week, presented by Jackson Boone Racing, was Liam Hackett, kicker at MBA High School. Liam kicked the game-winning field goal in overtime to defeat Ensworth. For MBA to advance... Good snap, good hold, kick on the way, and the kick is good! NBA advances, the big red in overtime. NBA beat Ensworth 17-14 and will travel to Chattanooga to play Macaulay in a Division II AAA state semifinal matchup. It's Liberty Creek at East Nashville for the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week, powered by Jody Jones Dentistry, exclusively on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Grant Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Absolutely. So producer Debbie likes being part of a promo now. Is that what yeah, I'm hearing? Yeah, she, yeah. She stopped by. <laughs> I saw. I saw her in the newsroom yesterday, and she was like, "Oh my god, you put me. You put me in a promo. Oh my god, I can't believe." I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> It was great. She 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 loved it. I wish we were on Facebook or that people could see how you acting out how she said that. <laughs> <laughs> Picking with the pickers presented by Tim Lee Peru. She listens every day. Hey hey Debbie. Uh Jeff Fisher uh with us. Um and well he'll be parking in your parking spot at, That's right. at the cats practices and so home games. He can have it. It's all his, man. I'll, I'll park out on the street. I don't care. It's yeah. Jeff Fisher, man. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants my parking spot, he can have it. Uh 
Let's bring in Paul Oson. Let's do a little picking. Paul Oson, uh, Tim Leaper Roofing. Tim, good morning. What's up, buddy? No, no you're not no, Tim. No, no, no. He's you, Paul. You're, you're Paul. Yeah. With Tim. Hi, Paul. Hey, Paul. Man, that happens all the time. I'm doing great. <laughs> hey, I'm doing man. great, fellas. Happy Thanksgiving, Paul. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Say hello to Jeff Fisher. Coach Fisher. Hi, Paul. It's, it's an honor to talk to you on the phone. We need to talk after we get off the show. I need some roofing help. <laughs> you got it. Okay. I'm gonna tell all my friends I'm on a first name basis. Hey, okay. We got it. We'll get it. We got some. Got him some work with Strike and Spare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, we'll uh, we'll hook you guys up. We're one yeah. big happy family. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let's all uh, right. we'll pick some games. But for Pat and Cook, tell us. Who do we even have last? Uh, Sam Bush. Sam Bush, the yep. great musician and artist. Uh, all right, so what do we have? Where are we? Yes, uh, last week, uh, first game was Missouri and Tennessee. Tennessee favored, minus one and a half. Uh, nada, did not happen. Only person to pick the Tigers was you, Greg Pogue. You were the lone I should wolf. get double points for that blowout. I picked the Vols. I guess I did, didn't I? Sure did. Uh, next up, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was getting 13 and a half. That was not enough. You could multiply that by a couple, and it still wouldn't have been enough. Uh, everybody picked South Carolina except Sam Bush. He was Mr. Hometown Team last week. Next up, MTSU and FIU. FIU was getting 13 and a half. Uh, they did not cover uh, MTSU big in that one. Everybody picked the Blue Raiders except uh, John Burton. He picked Ugh. FIU. Finally, how am I doing? Titans and Bucks, basically a pick 'em. Uh, Bucks, of course. Boat race, the Tennessee Titans. Only person to pick the Bucks. No surprise to anyone. Mr. John Burton, <laughs> a residential Titans hater, we like to call him on this show. So as Tighten we, down, uh, Patton. Tighten down. <laughs> boo, I agree, Jeff. Boo him. Uh, next, boo this man. <laughs> our, our standings are as follows. Our guest right now, uh, Jeff, you're in, sitting in first place, 26 and 19 on the year. John, you were in second place, 24 and 21. And Greg and Paul both tied to or round up the bottom at 21 and 24. Yeah. Man, Tim's going to be so unhappy. <laughs> I think Tim was doing pretty good, Paul. Well, but if, you get a Jeff, yeah, but if you get a Jeff Fisher roofing job out of it, he'll be really happy, okay? Yeah. Yeah, so everybody everybody wins in that. <laughs> oh yeah, situation. I didn't realize I needed a roof on my house until yeah. I met Tim. Turns out you do, Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, <laughs> damn it. That, that, the stars are nice, except when it rains. Uh, anyway, all right. Inside joke. All right, Titans. We'll start with them right away. Titans are seven point underdogs in Jacksonville, uh, where uh, you uh, that was at one time um, Titans Stadium South for you, Jeff. You can call it another home game for the Titans if you want. <laughs> so, <laughs> so are you? Yep. Are you asking I'm asking you to pick. Yes. Seven. Wow. Um, I'm so picking. I'm so rooting for the Titans, <laughs> but I just don't know. Um, I'll take the Titans and the points. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. All right. Because everybody, all right. Paul, what are you thinking, man? I agree. I think uh, I'm picking the Titans. Wow. JB, I know who you're picking because you hate the Titans. No, I don't hate the Titans, but I am taking the Jaguars, and I'm laying the seven. Um, I'm agreeing with that one. I'm going to go Jags minus the seven as well. I, I didn't want you to be the lone wolf over there. Yeah. You can't lone wolf yourself. That's right. All right. Uh, I guess you can. You know, if you're, if you're going to – Pick with your brain. That's the right pick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you pick with your heart. 
I'm doing. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> only because of what I said earlier, what happened to them. And, yeah. Yeah. That's so boring, good. though. They can get good oh, in a hurry. Right. Yeah. But, um, too many exploit some of the weaknesses. But yeah. go ahead. Too many yeah. questions on the offensive line. And as coach said, this, this, they're going to be frothing at the mouth with, with the way they got embarrassed um, uh, last Sunday against the 49ers. So. Georgia is a 10-point favorite at Tennessee tomorrow afternoon, 2.30, the CBS game. Jeff, Georgia minus 10 at Tennessee. I'd take Georgia. All right. Paul? See, I feel like I, you know, I can – I'm just going to pick what Jeff picks at this point because I agree. I think Georgia – I don't think it's going to be pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm with I'm with both those gentlemen. Give me the, the Bulldogs, and I'll lay the ten. Go ahead and do it. Our <laughs> lone wolf, Greg Poe. Give me the Vols plus the ten. Wow. Yep. Okay. Uh, MTSU minus seven and a half at home against UTEP. Uh, Jeff Fisher. Where's uh, at, MTSU at, big picture wise? Them, they're there. Nah, they don't. They're going to finish at best four five wins out of the yeah. they're out of the bowl picture this is the last home game right so this is the last home game yeah. in utep utep's not yeah utep's traveling it's thanksgiving it's da, da, da. i'm going mtsu mtsu <laughs> paul mtsu had a good game last week i think i'm picking them i think they're gonna i think they're gonna win their last home game JB, give me the Blue Raiders. Well, that makes it a consensus. I'll take Blue Raiders minus seven and a half, and then no Vanderbilt to pick this weekend. They're off. Thank goodness. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, they're like Sorry. they're like one and nine against the spread. Yeah. Uh, Eagles uh, and Chiefs of the of rematch of the uh, it's in Kansas City. This is what the Sunday night game. I Monday believe? night. Monday night game. Monday okay. Night football, really. Eagles are getting two and a half in Kansas City. Uh, Jeff, a um, couple pretty good football teams. Yeah, two really good football teams. Um, if Travis Kelsey makes it back to the U.S. to play in a game, I would go with the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, Taylor's got him on the his her private jet getting back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Chiefs. Uh, Paul, All right, I'm I'm going with the Eagles, man. I think uh, I'm picking the Eagles to win outright. Hmm. Well, you know, Travis uh, supposedly reports out there that says that Travis, this is a real thing with Taylor, and he could see himself marrying her one day. I'm not buying it, but I am taking the Chiefs. You know, I could see me marrying her someday, yeah, too. Exactly. I mean, if she you know, I mean, I could see I, You know, I'm sorry. She's the biggest pop star in the world. She can have any man in the world she wants. She's going to settle on some meathead football player from did, Cleveland Heights, Ohio. See, did you see who Julia Roberts married? Lyle I Lovett. I know, I know, One of the ugliest men on the planet. Yeah, I know, I know, so, I know. Uh, I, give me the Chiefs. But a great, home. great singer. Sorry, Lyle. Uh, and you may be friends with him, Jeff. Uh, but anyway, is it my turn? Who did yes, you take? I took the Chiefs. Uh, who took the Eagles? Uh, Paul did. Eagles. All right, uh, you're the lone wolf. You know what? Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Think, rethink about this. Rethink this. If you take the Chiefs and then the Eagles end up winning, we all lose. No big games or lose things. Yep. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, we're in last place, JB. We, I mean, Paul. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough games left, right? <laughs> oh, All right. Hey, thank you, Paul. Have a great weekend, buddy. Hey, we're going to do this on Wednesday next week with the holidays. So. Sounds good. All right. All right.
All have right. a good one. All right. Yep. Thank you. Hey, Jeff, thanks for doing this, man. And, uh, my uh, pleasure. Yeah, you should... guys have a great, great weekend and to all the listeners have a healthy, happy and blessed Thanksgiving. We'll get them over to the Tennessee tech TSU game tomorrow afternoon, there right? Over at Nissan stadium. So I will be there. Yep. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Jeff. Thanks coach. We'll see you soon. Appreciate you it, man. Right. Yeah, as will I. Eleven thirty the eleven thirty. That was last week. One thirty the pregame and uh, two o'clock the kickoff. Chris Sanders is me. Tennessee Tech always fun. You know we had Dwayne Alexander mm-hmm. on and and just always like those people when they come to town. All right, we'll take a break. Hey, we're wide open at the top of the hour. Want to give us a call six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Woods Equipment Company. We'd like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. This important message is courtesy of Woods Equipment Company at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville, where they feel our area is a great place to live and raise a family. Call Woods Equipment Company at 615-256-5639. 